Matador's pregame, Dave Serrano joins us ahead of the four-gamer against UC Riverside. We talked about it a little earlier, Coach. You guys ran the gauntlet starting the season. Santa Barbara's a pretty good baseball team, huh? Santa Barbara's a good baseball team. Uh, I think we've seen four pretty good baseball teams with Santa Barbara, UCI, Long Beach State, and, and Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Uh, to, to my knowledge of what I saw, I thought Santa Barbara was a complete team, and they have they have some injuries also like many of us do. Uh, but that's a good baseball team, and uh, I was very I was very happy the way Sunday. We weren't happy with the results of the first three games. I felt we kind of gave away the first game where, where we could have won that first game, but it ended up them coming out on top. But I thought Sunday, as I shared with the team, I thought I started to see the ship turn a little bit because I felt we played our best game of the year. We got very good pitching from Blaine Traxel. We made uh, we played good defense, some spectacular defense by Kai Moody, and we got a fish in offense. But I just, as I shared with the team, I just like the vibe of the team, and I've kind of shared a little story with the team is that if we're in a re- regular season without COVID, that was our fourth preseason non-conference game, okay? And now it's unrealistic to look at, but now we kind of start our conference. We kind of have some answers, even though we're banged up some. We have some answers to some of the questions we had early on, and I'm very excited for this team and this program to see how we go for the remaining uh, 20, uh, 24 games of our season. Blake Sodderson, whenever he toes the rubber for you guys, you guys have a chance to win. You've told me Friday is so important to you guys. Obviously, you want to get the win, but more importantly, you want to set the tone with how you guys played it up. You're exactly right. And that, that yeah, I couldn't, you, you, those words are perfect. The Friday starter, his responsibility is setting the tone, not just for the team, but he sets the tone for every pitcher that pitches the rest of the weekend. And if he goes out and he struggles and he doesn't have command, it kind of puts a little bit of the yips into everyone else. Well, wow, if our Friday guy can't do it, how am I going to do it? So Blake knows he has that responsibility. And I think he's done a very good job with that. I still don't think, even though I thought he pitched well at Santa Barbara last weekend, it still with it was a minimal amount of the, the amount of pitches he throws with his sliders changed. is mostly a fastball attack. And I'm still waiting to see that Blake Satterson that I saw last year at times. And I think when we start to see that, we'll see a lot of easier – have, he'll have a little easier of a time of, of coming out on a successful one. Every team coach has injuries. You've dealt with your share. But it's always better when you have some talent to step up and be the next man up. Your young guys have really stepped up this year. You know, we've talked about Ryan Ball since day one. Luke Powell's gotten a shot. He's been pretty good. And I, I've liked what I've seen from Nathan Barraza as well. Yeah, I, I, I'm very proud of those guys. Those guys have done a good job. And, um, they're kind of growing up right before our very eyes, and, and part of that, they're getting the opportunities. The fact that we've been beat up, and, and for some, and, and in other reasons, because maybe some a returner hasn't done the job on a consistent basis. I don't ever really, in a normal season, I don't ever really categorize seniors to freshmen because I think by the time the season starts, when you have a regular fall, they're all a year older already. Yeah. Uh, there, some obviously aren't as experienced as others, but. I've always looked as a coach that if you've got a guy that's equal with an older guy and he's younger, that that guy's going to probably pass up that younger guy or that older guy with more uh, opportunities. And I think we're starting to see that to some extent. But I, I'm very proud of those guys, just like I'm proud of some other guys on this team. But I'm proud of the of the, the newer guys, the younger guys, because they've held their own um, at a pretty good level. Coach, for you to be successful, Denzel Clark has to be successful, and he's been scuffling a little bit. And I know you know you've done a nice job managing him. What, what's it going to take? I mean, obviously the talent's there. You can see it if you watch him play. What does he need to kind of get himself going? Well, as I've shared with you before, Denzel Clark is a special person, um, as much as he has special talent. 
I think for him that we're continuing to try to, to work with him on is his consistency in practice on a daily basis. And that leads to consistency in the game. This is a tough game. We, you and I have talked about this many times on this show. It's a failure sport. You're going to fail more than you succeed. But I feel that his practice habits needs to continue to climb and his intensity in practice because it will carry over in the games. And I'll be the first to say, a Denzel Clark doing what he's supposed to do, what he's built to do, makes coaching a lot easier this team because he's a guy that can carry this team in many facets from the defensive side, the base running side, the offensive side. And fortunately for us, we, I think we've played the toughest schedule in the Big West so far. We're not where we want to be, but if we're able to get Denzel Clark on track, like I know he wants to get and his team and his coaching staff want him to get, then I think things will come a little easier for our team knowing that he's providing what we expect him to. And then last question for you, Coach. Where, where are you at the bullpen right now? I know when we talked before the season, you said, hey, I'm one of those guys who likes my guys to know their roles. Injuries have, have hurt you because you've had to move some people around. And I know to a degree, because you started so late, you're still evaluating. Where are you in that process, and where does the bullpen sit right now? Well, it's, it's work in progress. You know, uh, automatically now with the Shriver injury and him being out for, for most likely a season, on Fridays – Blaine Traxel is going to get the game, the ball at the end of the game if Sodderson can't take us all the way. Jackson Cunningham has done a fabulous job. I kicked myself because last weekend he wasn't able to pitch in that weekend series because I was saving him. If the score was close, we wanted to give it to one of our better guys in the bullpen. The Saturday games were never close to use him, and then Sunday Blaine pitches a, a complete game. So we walk out of, we walk out, we drive home from Santa Barbara, and one of our better guys, numbers wise, didn't even pitch. Chad Wilson's another guy that I'm grooming for that part of the game. He's had his struggles. Uh, he's a guy that has the stuff to do that. Kyle Hoskins is another guy. It's kind of it kind of is piecemealing right now and the situation according to what the opponent's telling us at that time. But I know on Friday night it's Blaine Traxel, and after that it's Cunningham if we haven't had to use him in a longer stint. All right, Coach, thanks again. Thanks a lot. Dave Serrano on the pregame back after this.